Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Mahanad is here. Hello, hello. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks yes. in a row. <laughs> Mahanad care. Two weeks in a row. I know, it feels like an achievement at this point. It, it is. I'm very glad to have you. Um, as I said last week, you wouldn't miss this one. No, it all it was all dependent on that crazy roller coaster. Of a, I mean, during that game, I was coming mm-hmm. on, and then I wasn't <laughs> coming on, and then I was coming on, and then I wasn't coming on, and then now I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked out. The the World Cup final worked out in the Koshcast's favor. I think that's what we can say. Yeah, honestly, the, like all I could think about after the game was why did France have to take us through that when they could have just lost two nil with zero Southern goal and move on. Like, from my perspective. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I'll take it for the history if I was guaranteed at that point that Messi would win it, but there was no guarantee. That was, you know, it, yeah, it was tough. It, like, it was an emotional, at least for me, like, I, I was emotionally mm. invested in this. And I'm telling you, the rest of the day, so it was, what, 2 p.m., uh, sorry, 10 a.m. Uh, local time. And yep. by with the celebrations and extra time and all the kind of soaking it all in, it ended at 2 p.m. for me, right? The experience. Yes. I'm telling you, the rest of the day, I am exhausted. Like, I can't, imagine, I can't imagine the players, the fans, the people from those two countries. Like, I was exhausted for the rest of the day. Yeah, it was a lot. It was quite frustrating, actually, because I, I had a lot of stuff to do. And it looked like it was going to wind down in a nice, easy 90 minutes and then extra time. And you knew nothing was going to happen. I mean, a lot did happen in extra time, yep. but you you never really think it's going to get settled in extra time. Yep. Um, so you're kind of banking on there being another half hour and penalties. And it just went on forever. But yeah, it was it was incredible. It was. It, and, and what was more incredible was that the first 70 or so minutes, barring the two Argentina goals, just nothing happened. Yep. Like nothing happened, and the French looked completely out of it, completely exhausted. Um, you know, there were obviously the the reports of, of a lot of the squad being sick, and and frankly, it looked like it. Um, and then, you know, Deschamps makes makes those two substitutions before halftime, and it's quite interesting actually. Um, so, it was I think the thirty ninth minute, and ordinarily you'd go just wait five minutes. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. But now, when you've got seven minutes of injury time at the end of a half, it doesn't make sense to wait. Yeah, no, I think I think you're, you know. you're right. I think it, it was one of those where he just didn't want Lekeep to give them a rating. <laughs> He's like, take him off before 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a bold move, and I think it did pay off for them in the long term in that game, for sure. Um, I think Turam and Moani played really well, and even Kamavinga's um, yep. cameo, I think, kind of closer to... At the end of the second half or extra time or whenever he came on, like he did really well. He got that possession off Messi for the second Mbappe goal. So he did well. Um, I think I think everybody was hoping, you know, with the standard of the, not the standard of the football, but the standard of the excitement during this World Cup, the upsets, the timing of when things happen, the storyline, all the good things. People were hoping that the World Cup final wouldn't disappoint. In contrast, because, you know, usually it's cagey. Um, it's, you know, you don't want to concede the first goal etc um but it lived up to it i mean yes sure the first 70 minutes but i think the first 70 minutes were okay in the sense of like argentina were playing well everybody was amazed at how bad france were so there was that Mm -hmm. little thing happening for the first 70 minutes and then after that the game just went from 2-0 to 3-3 so from the 70th minute onward do the math that's four goals 
Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, usually people expect the injury, the extra time to just fizzle out and you wait for penalties. But they both, you know, Argentina, every time they kind of got pegged back, showed again that they were the better team on the day, I would say. Uh, and yeah. deserved winners at the end every time they got pegged back. It's, it's actually a kind of a theme from a lot of games we've seen this season um, in a lot of teams. Even in the Premier League, we, we've sat here doing a pod and been like, why don't they attack more? Because when they attack, they look like they'll score and win. And it was kind of, I mean, not that Argentina really sat off after going 2-0 up, but they didn't really go for, for the third or fourth and, and tried to kill the game. And you know 2-0 is obviously trademark the most dangerous scoreline in football. So you knew that like it wasn't completely impossible that France would come back. Um, and Otamendi, <laughs> like, I mean, at this in retrospect, you'd say, let Marnie shoot because no, but it's still it's a difficult be- chance. But it, but it was before that. Like, I think the ball over the top, Otamendi, it's 2-0. They're completely controlling the game. I think that affects his decision at that moment. He doesn't want to just kick it out. He almost wants to keep mm-hmm. possession, keep the ball rolling. I think it's one of those where we're doing so well, let me not just hoof it. It was, but from such an experienced player, you know, pretty much past Messi, he's their captain. Um, you just kick it out. I think Moani is younger, faster, physically better, just got subbed on, etc., etc., etc. You're in control of the game. Just hoof it out and reset, especially when for some reason it was like a one-on-one race where that was one moment where Argentina didn't look um, kind of secure in, in defense. Just kick it out. But instead, he tried to like dally on it. He tried to put his body in the way. And then Moani, I think, yeah, he wasn't expecting how long his limb was and he kind of just pulled <laughs> past him. And then at that point, he was always going to go down. Like, it, you know, it, he was oh, yeah. too close to him and, and that's the thing. But it just it upset me because everybody around me at like 70 minutes was like, oh, this is over, started to do their thing. I'm like, no, this is not bad. over. I, 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 you know me, I'm pessimistic. I'm like, sure. this is not over one goal and they're going to come, come back to it. I didn't expect two goals within 78 seconds or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, it, it was great from France to be able to kind of find that within them and come back. And I think Mbappe's goal was brilliant. The whole move the was really one? good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was it was phenomenal and and the commentator was it Townsend I, I forget the commentator at the time was like I'm thinking he should have a touch or two yep and I think most players probably would have but also the confidence of having just scored the penalty and there's momentum and he he hits it early which is probably helpful when the keeper is as big as Martinez um, and you know we'll get we'll talk about him um, but also the second Argentina I, okay I mean we'll go through them the first. Yep. The first I thought was a very soft penalty. Uh, it was in the you've seen them given category yeah. for me. Um, yeah. I wouldn't have, but you get it. You understand it. The second goal, though, was was delicious. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. That was actually a, a really good goal um, on Argentina's end. Like they, Di Maria's inclusion um, was a bold move as well. I know he kind of starts games for them. I get that and etc. But I think they were playing really well without him. Not not at his fault or anything, but just they were solid. They had an extra midfielder and either Paredes or whoever would play. And um, it just gave them the extra solidarity. And you were just like, hey, Messi and Alvarez, go and do your thing and hopefully you can make something happen. Yeah. It was a ballsy move to play Di Maria and drop uh, a midfielder, um, especially when Di Maria is, you know, not the most industrious. He's getting old. He's, you know, he's more there for that flair moment, which he delivered with that goal. But I think the entire goal from... Uh, Messi's little flick to I can't I'm not sure who I think McAllister. was Molina McAllister no but Molina first I think uh, Molina played McAllister in and then McAllister across to Di Maria with a beautiful Ozil bounce 
over Lloris. Do you think he meant that? No. I don't think so either. No. No, it was pretty it was a it was not a great finish, so let's put it that way. But no, it but like when yeah. you're when you're running onto those kind of chances, you really just want to make decent contact and, and hit the target. Yeah, I know I know, it's 100%. kind of cliche, but it is true. Like people think a lot of deliberacy goes into those things. Not that much really does. No, it's it's numbers and like the better you are, the more out of ten you score. You know, some players yeah, will yeah. score three, some players will score seven, but it's it's yeah, it's not as deliberate. You're right, but also like I think Di Maria went through a a roller coaster of emotions that game. Like clearly, he's <laughs> yeah. very susceptible to like the emotions of the game getting to him. Yeah. You can see it. Um, I I also unfortunately thought, hmm, also didn't work out. At United probably there's an aspect there of just like. He seems a very emotional. emotional person. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when things aren't going very well. Pablo Aymar is Aymar on the bench as well for Argentina. Um, I think assistant like manager. Coach? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was no a idea. wreck, emotional wreck, <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> That's not what um, you yeah, need from your coaching staff. You That's need, what you I need, thought. You know, against like Mexico early is on. Extremely calm. Yes. Yes, yes. There was a part where Scaloni was actually one of the games. He was calming Imar down, who was in tears and couldn't like control himself. I'm like, you're assistant here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. It, I mean, I can understand being, and, and you're right. Like, Dimira came off, what, 60 something minutes? Yeah. And, and people, there was a lot of criticism of that substitution because it went wrong afterwards. But also, he'd just come back, like, he was just coming back from injury. He hadn't played that much. I wasn't particularly surprised by that. Um, and I think Argentina probably would have dropped off regardless. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, you get you get the penalty, you get the second Mbappe goal. Um, and I have to say, scoring. So he scored. Mbappe scored four goals in the game. If you include the penalty in extra time, um, uh, sorry, in penalty in the penalty shootout, scoring three penalties in a game is a lot. Like that should not go overlooked as as an individual achievement, especially against a penalty specialist in Martinez, and especially given he put them all the same way. <laughs> he went the same way with all of them. Yeah, no, I agree. I think big props to Mbappé. People say, oh, he scored a hat-trick, two of them are penalties. Listen, this is the biggest stage in football. It is. Forget about Champions Leagues. They come every year. You can move clubs. You can do whatever you want. This is the biggest stage, the biggest moment a World Cup final. Um, and Mbappe is seen as potentially now-ish the best player in the world currently playing at the top of his peak, blah, blah, blah. So there's also a lot of things on his shoulder from a French perspective. So to step up and score, especially that penalty at 3-3 as well, like I thought it takes, you know, when you're taking a second penalty against a keeper as good as Martinez, it plays in your mind a little bit. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. Harry Kane. Harry Kane couldn't mm-hmm. take the pressure. And he's a player who's, what, seven years older and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think we cannot overlook the fact that Mbappe had big clutch moments in this game for sure. Big clutch energy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, And you know what? Props to him. And I think this is the best way it could have went for, you know, I would love, obviously, have Messi to win and all that. And that's fantastic. But I think for Mbappe's own legacy, kind of, I think he's going to end, he should end his career as the greatest World Cup player of all time. He's already got 12 goals, I'm sure a couple of assists. That's already like 14, 15 contributions. Messi's the holder at 20. So, you know, chances mm. are he's breaking it next World Cup as long as... And the French team look like they're still young, they're still hungry. He should break it at 26, 27, whatever it is. Yeah, so he's what, 23 now? Or oh, yeah. 24 he just turned, so... Yeah, he's got a... 
you'd think two World Cups, at least. So he's done two, and then he's got two more. But Messi, uh, Messi was in four. Well, Messi was in five, I think, isn't he? Four or five. I think see, Messi started yeah, quite see, early. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, obviously, Mbappe is on the way, but at the same time, you can see, you can see him not being able to continue as long that as someone way. like Messi. No, um, for sure. But I think also Messi's like 2006 was almost non-existent. It was mm. kind of like cameos, if you remember that seven nil or whatever and they he scored was a against kid Mexico at that point. or whatever. Yeah, he was a kid. Yeah. So it kind of started in 2010. And then Argentina, like the thing with Mbappe as well is that France went to both finals. So he's maximized the number of games he can, he can you know, um, add to his tally. With Messi, I think it was quite a horrible couple. I mean, I know there was a final in 2014, but it was quite, you know, it wasn't the most expansive football. It was like last minute goal versus Iran, like things like that. You know, it wasn't like, let's go out here and get stats. I think Mbappe, you know, gets to play Poland 3-0 and a strong French team, etc. Like there's, there's, there's games where he stat padded a little bit, not... Nothing against him, but he had moments to add to his tally for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, just on that, so France were in the. They won nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. They crashed out two thousand two in the final two thousand six. Correct. Zidane uh, Italy. Yeah. Zidane headbutt. Um, and then twenty ten. I don't think they did anything. Twenty fourteen. No. no. And then twenty eighteen and. And 2022, yep. not a bad uh, winner in final. Like that's a lot of World Cup finals for one country. Yeah, over 20 in years, it's around time. 98. If you think of, well, not even 20, 15 years, 98 to no, sorry, 20, yeah, 20, yeah. yeah, 25 years or so. In the last 25 years, they've been successful enough for sure. Yeah, like sustaining that amount of, you know, we we talk a lot. A lot of countries talk about golden generations and what have you. And there have been France teams that have been referred to as that, but. To maintain that level of consistency, producing players good enough to, to get you to World Cup finals with this level of consistency is actually mad. Yeah, and I think other, I, I think as well they you know they they lost Kante and Pogba very early. They lost uh, Benzema. They lost um, Nkunku. They lost you know four players that potentially I mean three at least that would start and one that would be the first person of the bench. But you know there's a lot happening there that they had to kind of get over as well. So. Um, I think as well, their their squad is young. I think next World Cup, a lot of them are going to be in their peak. You're potentially losing Guizman and Varane, maybe. Um, yeah, for for the World Cup, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Like probably they, they've so. still got a good core there for sure. Yeah. Uh, what is? I mean, disgusting, unsurprising, but in a way, I, I need to say this delicately, but it's a bit funny. So obviously, um, too many missed this penalty, um, and who else missed? Um, oh yes, Coleman. Was it? Was it Coleman? I know uh, Moani scored, and then every almost everybody missed. That. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> anyway, they so they got racially abused from after of missing course. the penalties. Yeah. Obviously, as we saw with with Saka and and Rashford yeah. after the Euros. Um. But, like, this is a France team that is vastly predominantly black. Yep. And they African got each World Cup final. Yep. Yep. I mean, the substitutes like it, themselves, you know, like, like they literally came on and saved you the game. Yeah. Like, it, it just, not that racism makes sense any time, but it makes especially right. less sense in cases but, like but this. That, like but that's, what they, that's, what, 
but that's what racism is. It's not something that is, it's not a logical thing. It's just like, it's no. inherent hate inside of you for a group of people where you can't wait for them to fail regardless of the logic. Like it's just, yeah. you, you, you know, it's a hate where you don't allow any sense of um, benefit of the doubt or this or that. It's just, it's just pure, pure hate that you can't see past. And it which clouds you, which any you, sort of judgment. Which you will suspend at certain times when it's convenient. Oh, of course. Of course. But tell, you know what? You know what? <laughs> this is a funny thing to say. A true racist will still be upset that France won it this way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think about that. Like, that's that's next level. Like, you're saying, yeah, you can suspend it. You can maybe, it makes you think this, that. No. Like, a true racist will be like, I'm still upset that the way this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, in better news with regards to celebrations, well, is this better news? Yeah, I mean, it was certainly better than racism. Um, so Argentina flew home for their for their parade. Five million people show up, and they had to abandon it after people were dropping onto the parade bus from bridges, <laughs> and the team had to get put into a helicopter. It was even before they showed up. The minute that final whistle blew, they were already in the streets before the team even showed up to Argentina. There was two days there or a day and a half of gap. They were out there. It was the scenes was insanity, just insanity. Mm-hmm. Like you see that video of the guy on the on the on his bike when the last penalty goes in and the street they flood the streets. You see the the drones kind of showing you the millions of people out on the street. It was pandemonium. It was it was one of those where I was telling you like. When you look back at history, it's one of those moments where you're just like, I wish I was there. It was like, that's, mm. you know, if like you think of, I think of the world as like something like energy, right? That's the biggest bowl of energy in the entire universe yes. at that moment. And that's where you want to be, right? Positivity, right? From a positive um, perspective. It's just like, you know what? They deserve it, man. Like they, th- these people, they live and breathe football. Yeah. Um, the South Americans, like it's something else. Like we can talk about what we want ourselves or even myself, Africa or Europe or whatever. I'm sorry. It doesn't come close. It's no, just, I, yeah. I, I started to think about like, you know, we, we've been to games that have had dramatic moments. We've celebrated, you know, relatively hard. Um, you know, we've all shouted at our TVs and stuff. But when you see some of the images from, from these kind of celebrations, I can never imagine myself being that right. into anything, frankly, that it makes me do that. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, no, they, 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 they live it. They breathe it. They deserve it, honestly. Like, it's been a couple of, I mean, other than the two years ago, Copa America, before that, it's been dire. Their relationship yeah. with the fans, to the, with the Argentinian team, with Messi himself, with managers, etc. You know, they've lived through what, a decade more of just really bad Argentinian performances and results. Um, and I think, you know, they finally deserve it. And you know what? Let's let's get on to Messi. Let's get on to it. Just, it's done. I mean, it's done. People say, did he need it? Uh, the answer is no, but yes, if that makes sense. He didn't need it to those that actually, you know, believed it. And it's like, it is what it is regardless. But I think for the mainstream, for the history books, for people... In it's helpful. Twenty years that say, "Well, he hasn't won a World Cup." It'll come up, right? When you haven't watched it and you're trying to argue, then you sure. go whoever it is at the time. So I think it does help his legacy. I think for himself, he he said, "You know, nightmares, depression, post 2014." Like he had, you know, he talked about these things. So I think if he had lost it in this way again, coming, mm-hmm. you know, France coming back to two, and you could see it on his face. I think for the next ten minutes or so, he was not there. And I was worried. I was like, "You need to, you need to snap out of this," because he was not <laughs> in the game whatsoever 
at that moment. Um, I'm just happy for him, man. I'm happy for him, and I think I think this is the kind of the storyline that a lot of people around the world were hoping for. Do you think had they lost, he would have kind of not retired, but that would have been the time to then go to into Miami and just like wind down? Because I, I just had this image of the people into Miami watching, going, "Ah, shit." <laughs> like yeah. he's not coming anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think I th- I think more about how he would have struggled with it mentally. I think he really would have. I think this would have really been a hard moment for him to come back from. And I, I know it sounds intense, but you look at the celebrations. You look at it's not crazy to say even in his personal life, even in his day to day. Like I think it would have been really hard for him personally to come back from that defeat. I, I really believe that. Well, especially knowing it was the last opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very possible. But yeah, it was. I mean, you, you saw the reaction of of the rest of the squad. I don't think there's ever been, at least in our lifetime, there's never been such a focal point. Or like, uh, you know, the, he's the sun around which everything else orbits in, in that team. And it was the same at Barcelona, maybe to a lesser extent. But, you know, it was it was such a telling moment when that last penalty goes in Half of them start running towards Molina. Some run towards Martinez, and then you know a bunch of them realize actually Messi's still here. So we better turn around and hug him first. Like that was it was very telling. Yeah, and I think you could you saw it as well in the Copa America final. Um, the whistle, the final whistle went, and everybody just ran towards Messi wherever he was on the field. Like it, that was also usually there's no focal point like that at the end of the game. Usually it's the bench or you randomly yeah. hug whoever, but it was very clearly like everybody just ran towards Messi and that final whistle. Um, I would have liked, I think, just to talk about the maybe the very last whatever it is, 23 seconds of that game. That was absolute mayhem from Konate's, you know, hopeful ball over the top. Moani's just pace to get onto it. I can't even blame him for the way he finished it it was no. beautifully struck for that moment for that age for that experience he put it just right if you look at the view from behind martinez there's a camera angle martinez is tippy tapping like he's just so ready so vibrating to like just react to it and if you actually like i slowed it down and i looked at it it's not as extinct instinctive as people think he actually waited and then saw where it was going and then started to put his leg open. Like, it's insanity. Like, that moment it's was It's an just, amazing save. People are talking about the best save of all time, the most critical save of all time. You know, it's hard to argue when you're kind of in the moment. You can, I'm sure you can go back and look at Casillas like versus sure. Robin or whatever. But with the Messi, with the Argentina, it's all there, right? With the way the game was going. And then I didn't realize that that counterattack from that save was the Lautaro Martinez misheader. Can yeah. you imagine that was what's that what's that game Birmingham versus Watford? Watford what, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like imagine that, like I, I, I would have liked it to end with that Martinez header, um, and almost like it a would golden have been goal. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It that would have was been I, I didn't realize at the time is the stress that it was the same counter attack. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was, it was what, and that's what I said earlier when I when I said like you don't expect that from extra time. You really don't. It tends yep. to at least in recent history, it tends to just be very cagey, kind of everyone just playing it out, taking no chances, let's wait for pen for pens. Um but yeah, it was the extra time was, was possibly the best bit of the game, actually. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, the, the second half of extra time was insane. And I think Lataro Martinez is so lucky that Argentina ended up winning. He was gonna be oh, I think mate. more scapegoated than Higuain because that goal, the first, the the three two goal uh, in extra time, his first touch took him wide, 
And then Messi was right there. It was a Harry Kane Sterling moment. Messi was just there for a little yep. simple tap in, but he shot. He went for the hard shot. If that had not ended up with Messi and then putting it in the net, that would have not been fun for him, for sure. Yeah. And then there was there were two chances before that as well. Um, the one where he took a bit too long, and and I mean to be fair to Ubermakano, <laughs> yeah, he made a couple of unbelievable yeah. blocks. Um, that one, and then the one when when Martinez was through. But yeah, man, like Higuain was making space in the bunker for him. Like he was going to have to go <laughs> underground. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, Dybala came on and actually saved the game yeah. with like a clearance from Mbappe. Um, yeah. There was a couple of cool moments. Yeah, I think as well, I would say, speaking of Argentinian strikers, Aguero was living his best life. <laughs> he he put the kit on. He joined them on the stage. He was carrying Messi on his shoulder. He's in every shot. Like, he was living his best life. His podcast is about to shoot through the roof. <laughs> he has a podcast? Yeah, he's always in these stupid headphones and talking and stuff, isn't he? You <laughs> should do a collab with uh, Luis Enrique. Um <laughs> Yeah, that, that was very funny. I saw. I don't know whether this is true, but I saw a tweet saying that they registered him as a coach so they could get a medal. Oh no way! I don't Allegedly. think he had a medal on him. I don't think he had a medal on him. No. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. know who does have a medal and fifteen pictures with the World Cup is fucking Salt Bay. <laughs> what is he doing? That? Like, why? Well, I know other paid, people have talked about a million this, but it's So annoying! <laughs> like, why yeah. is he there? He probably paid a million dollars in. <laughs> yeah, they're like, sure, you can just show up, make a knob of yourself, we'll take your million dollars. There's literally a video where I think it's Romero has the trophy and he's holding he's holding the trophy and he's holding his baby boy. His baby boy is reaching out to touch the trophy and Salt Bay moves it away from the baby <laughs> for his own picture. I'm like, this guy needs to go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people Messi Messi did not give him any attention whatsoever and people love that. No. Speaking of that. Mbappe did the same to the president of the country multiple times. Yeah. It just wasn't the moment, was it? It just no. <laughs> like I understand you need your photo up, but it just like give him a minute. Yeah, no, it wasn't the moment at all. But um yeah, man, just insane. Like the emotional roller coaster of going through that game was it was something. It was it was big. Like it was it it was the right way to end the to end the World Cup. It was the right way for a final to, to be played out in penal people, older people than we are, saying this is one of the best finals we've ever seen, mm. regardless of the competition. Uh, and also people are saying, and I agree, that a lot of games get kind of painted in the whole X versus Y, the two Goliaths, blah, blah, blah. Not a lot of it kind of ends up being like that. But then you have a Messi yeah. with two goals and a penalty, and you get Mbappe with a hat-trick and a penalty. You know, it did end up being the Messi versus Mbappe show. We really, really couldn't have asked for more from a, from no. a final. Uh, you know, the way I gauge it is if this was a Hollywood movie and I say, bruv, this is unrealistic, that's how you know it's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It was like goal. Yes. It'd be like, come on, like, <laughs> relax, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, listen, there's a World Cup quiz in the paper. Let's do it. I think we should do it. So there's 20 questions. Like, do yeah, we want to do, do this together or, yeah, they come up like I can I can get them. Yeah, let's do it. So do we want to do this together, or I ask 10 and you ask 10, or what do you want to do? Just ask it, and if we know it, we can just slowly answer. It's not a rush. All right, sounds good. And then play along at home. Um, Right, question one. Which club had three players starting in the World Cup final? Atleti, PSG, Real Madrid, or Tottenham? Oh, there's... there's, uh, there's, uh, 
there's options. Well, there's there's Mbappe and Messi from PSG. I'm trying to think if there's one more. Paredes didn't start. Didn't start. Oh, did he say it's a start, eh? Di Maria's not yes. there anymore. Is he? Yes. No, he's at Juve. At, <laughs> so Spurs had Lloris and Romero. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah, I think those are the only two Spurs. And I then what, Atleti? Griezmann? Griezmann. Oh, it's going to be a random uh, Atleti dude, isn't it? Some Molina. Where does Molina play? And what's the final club? There's four options. PSG. PSG. Oh, is it four options or three options? Mm, four. Yeah, PSG, PSG Tottenham, Atleti, and... Real Madrid. Oh, Real Madrid. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? Atleti. Yeah, it was yeah, so Molina. So Molina, was? De Paul, okay. and Griezmann. We'll take that one. I think I think you were close yeah, enough. Yeah, we got, we got close enough. Uh, question two. Which of these players did not score a goal in the knockout stages? Denzel Dumfries, Jordan Henderson, Pepe, or Cristiano Ronaldo? Oh, it's Cristiano. He's, he never has, right? He's never scored a goal in a World Cup knockout. Yeah. Get in. <laughs> Question three. In which stage of the tournament were Argentina not given a penalty? Group stage, last 16 quarters, semis, finals. No, in the group stage, definitely. I think it was against Croatia. So what would that... Oh, no, against Croatia, they were. He scored it. Australia, Australia, right? Or did he... Yeah, Australia. Yes. Australia. So, last so it would 16. be the round of, round of 16, yeah. And that is correct. Uh, yeah. Question four. Who was the only player to score two goals in two different games? Messi, Gonzalo Ramos, Mbappe, Giroud. Mbappe scored versus Poland and this game, the final. Correct. Uh, who scored Qatar's only goal as the hosts lost all three of their matches? I, I'm not going to know this. I don't know their names. Um, Akrim, Akram Afif, Almoiz Ali, Asim Mabido, Madibo, sorry, and Mohamed Montari. I'm going with Ali. Sounds ringing a bell. Okay. I'm going with Afif because I remember his name. It's neither of them. Mohamed Montara. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many yellow cards did England receive in their five matches? Okay, it's going to be very little because they won the Fair Play Award. It's coming home. Come on. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, that, this so is the whole vibe won. around England, isn't it? Feel good. You know, fair. <laughs> nice nice guy. Nice boys. <laughs> they, they, they are their manager. Uh, yep. None won four or six. I assume like has to uh, one, one or four, one, one it is. Has a wow, Magaza. that is low. That is low. It's really low. Um, who is the youngest manager in Qatar? Alou Cisse, Walid Regrag, Regrag, Regrag. Jesus Christ, Regragi, Regragi. Yep, that's the first time I've ever said his name. Uh, Lionel Scaloni or Gareth Southgate? Scaloni. Correct. Forty-four. Yeah. Uh, who? Which team won a game in which they had only eighteen percent percent? Oh, this is Japan, isn't it? Okay, Japan, Morocco, Cameroon, Tunisia. Wait, would it be Japan versus uh, Ger- Germany? Or yeah, Spain or Portugal? <laughs> I think Germany just. Ha- it feels like Germany had the ball like crazy in that game. It was Japan, and it was the Spain game. Oh yeah, Spain made one thousand and fifty-eight passes. <laughs> Death, well, not death, lost by a thousand passes. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Morocco became the first African team to play in a World Cup semi final. Who were the first African team to play in a World Cup quarter final? Egypt, Morocco, Cameroon, or Ghana? 
I don't know, honestly. I, uh, Cameroon. I think it's Ghana, isn't it? Is it? Is that, what that was can't the be Suarez the first game? Time. Yeah, that cannot be the first time. Senegal made Suarez? it. Sen- oh, no, no. Senegal in 90. Is Senegal an option? No. no. Senegal's not an option. But I thought they, they did well it. in 98. They, they lost in the round of 16? 2002, they did all right. But I think Sorry, Ghana. It wasn't the Suarez game a quarterfinal? It was. Is that the first time an African nation made the quarterfinals? Oh, never mind. It was Cameroon who were beaten by England in the last eight in Italia 90. Oh. That must have been like the Roger Miller team. Yeah, that's good to know. Hmm. Which team did not have a single shot in one of their games? Qatar, Wales, Costa Rica, USA. Qatar, Wales, Costa Rica, USA. Um, Well, Costa Rica lost 7-0 to Spain. I don't know if they had a shot. But Qatar also are a good shout. I don't I know. Feel like Wales could have done that as well, though. They were dreadful. Maybe. Maybe against right, England. Let's go, let's they go really got the they lost all the games. It was Costa Rica. <laughs> against, I'm assuming against. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many Premier League clubs were represented in the final? Ooh, this Four, is fun. Five. So, Brighton. Okay, well, let's just go through them. Brighton? Okay. Yep. Uh, Spurs? Yep. Man United. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, a lot of Man United. Um, well, not not that many. That's only three, but is three even an option? <laughs> Hang on. So you've got... No, you've got must be. Lloris, Kunde, Varane, Ufamakano, Hernandez. Oh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh, no, 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 Liverpool. Konate? Yeah, 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 Konate. Liverpool, so that's four. None of the midfield. Um, None of the strikers. So I think four. Alvarez, City, five. (gasps) Yes. Yes, I would say five. I can't think of any more. Let's go. Oh, for fuck's sake, it's six. Aston Villa. Ah! Oh, my God, of course. Of course. Brutal. Okay, at least we we didn't end up with three. We got close enough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Both teams scored penalties in the final. In which other final has that happened? Uh, I don't know. 86, 2006, 74, or Well, 70. let's think about it. Okay, well, we know the 2006 one. That was... Uh, who was that? Germany? No, 2006 was Italy, France. Italy, France. So, Italy, France... Zidane definitely got a penalty. And what's the question? Both teams? Both teams have had to have scored I don't think a it, penalty. I don't think Italy got a penalty. Yeah, so remember, not that one. I don't, I don't know the other ones. Yeah, the other ones. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know the other ones. I'm clicking at random. 1974. Whatever. It, does it say uh, anything? No. The Netherlands and West Germany both scored penalties in the 74 final. West Germany won 2 1. Cool. Cool. Uh, there were only two own goals in the tournament. Which team conceded the first of them? Canada. Morocco, wasn't it? To Canada? Canada, yeah. Um, I don't remember the. The other one, but I think it, Morocco was the first one, so let's go. Oh, the that. other one yeah. is Australia, wasn't it, or something? I can't remember. Australia had a goal. goal. Mm, maybe. Uh, yeah, that was the only goal they conceded until the semifinals. Um, which team wore three different shirts in the tournament? France, Canada, Japan, or Belgium? I, uh, ooh, Canada did definitely wear their black. Belgium mm-hmm. also, I think, wore their second kit. Japan, I think, wore blue the entire time, didn't they? And who, what's the really point team? France. 
I, I think it's either Canada or Belgium. Do you have to wear a slightly different shirt in the final? Do you get like a little thing in the well, final? Well, you get a little patch, but that doesn't count as a different shirt. I think they mean like, mm. I assume they mean like colors. So we're going Canada? Or Belgium? No. <laughs> None? Whatever. It was Canada. Oh, yeah? We lost three different games in three different shirts. <laughs> like red, black, and white? <laughs> I guess. Huh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, how many World Cup finals, including this one, have gone to extra time and penalties? Oh, I don't luck. know. Yeah, no uh, yeah. I, I know 94 did. Well, three. The 20, yeah, 94, this one, and 2018. Sorry, 2014. No, 2018 didn't. Sorry, 2014, Messi. 2006. Messi. No, no, Messi, Argentina, bro. Messi, Germany. It didn't go to penalties. Oh, penalties. Germany an extra time. No, extra time and penalty. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, it's all good. Um, so yeah, 94, 2006, and then this one. Sorry, who um, was six? Uh, France, Italy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many of the five African countries in the tournament, tournament were managed by African managers? I thought it was... Oh, I thought it was all of them. No. Wait, so, yeah, I thought, I thought that was the, like, the cool record or something. Oh, like was it? Morocco, definitely. Senegal, Ghana... Yes. Cameroon. Ghana for sure. Senegal for sure. So that leaves what? Cameroon and what's the fifth African nation? Oh, Algeria or Tunisia. One of them, no? Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah, I'm not sure about Tunisia. Oh, so maybe it was all, all of them. them. Oh. Yep, it was all of them. Yep, I remember that stat being like, oh, it's good that, you know. Nice. Um, which team received the most yellow cards? Morocco, Netherlands, Argentina, Saudi Arabia. Definitely either Netherlands or Argentina. Because right. that game had I'm, like 11. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Argentina. Yeah. yeah. Um, only one World Cup final has featured more goals than the six we saw in this year's final. Which one? Oh, oh I know. Go on. 66. Yeah. Well, it's an option. No, it wasn't that one. <laughs> it Did someone score a hat-trick? Jimmy uh, Green, Jeff, Hurst? Jeff Hurst. He scored a hat-trick. Yeah, it was a very good guess to be fair. But mm. in nineteen fifty eight Brazil won five two and Pele, who was seventeen at the time, scored twice. That's ridiculous. Mad. ridiculous. Right. Two more. Uh which team had a player who scored in all three of their group games? Netherlands, France, Morocco, or Spain? Alright, alright, this is a good one. Scored in all three France would group be Mbappe. Did he score in all of them? No, no. I don't think Giroud so. might have. Spain, I don't think, had a score like that. I wouldn't say so. I mean, even though they did win 7-0 and then... Hmm. Morata, two. Morata's it's interesting. All of, them are, all of them are possible. I can, I can make a case for almost all of them. Did Gakpo score in all three? Ooh. Not all... Th- I know definitely, definitely two got of them. two. Yeah. Well, that's why they picked these ones. <laughs> yeah. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Let's guess. Yeah, it was Gakpo. Nice. Uh, okay, last one. Which manager used all 26 of the players oh, yeah, in his squad? Yeah. That's easy. Deschamps, Chiche, Felix Sanchez, Luis Enrique. You know this one, right? No. Definitely Brazil. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he subbed on that yeah, goalkeeper. He subbed on that goalkeeper, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. Oh, they, sorry. They, they did the little pigeon dance. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, there were two more. I didn't realize there was an, yeah. an extra scroll. Four players were sent off in this World Cup. What was the earliest in a game that a player was shown a red card? 73rd minute, 79th, 86th, or 92nd? So it's actually a low amount of cards, isn't it? Like there's what, 48 games or more, or whatever it is, like four red cards? It's not that bad. It's not bad um, at all. And like you said, like 73rd minute would probably be like in the options the earliest, which means like it wasn't like anything crazy malicious in the first, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The only red card I remember was the Moroccan player, but that was in extra in, in, in extra time. So that's not that was very late. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. Let's guess. It was eighty-six minute. Oh, good old Wayne Hennessy. Oh, I didn't even probably didn't even see that game. <laughs> eighty-six minute being the earliest one. That's wild. Yeah. Um, okay, you'll like this one. Complete this sequence: Turkey, Germany, Germany. The Netherlands, Belgium. And then the next one could be Ecuador, Qatar, Portugal, or Croatia. Oh, okay, okay. Now that you give me the options. Okay, say them again. Say them again. Turkey, Germany, Germany, Netherlands, Belgium. I think I've got it, but I'll give you a sec. Turkey, Germany, Germany, Netherlands. Netherlands, Belgium. And the and the and the options, Ecuador, Qatar, Portugal, Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, third place. Yep, third place teams. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah. That's a good. That one. Is wild. I forgot that Turkey did that. Turkey Very had that impressive. crazy. Well, Turkey had that with the what's it with the keeper with this crazy Rushtu. black stuff on the roost to under under his eyes, and he they had they had a good team. Man, was that yeah, twenty? Was, was that two thousand and two? I'm pretty sure it was, and they had like Nihat and yep. Hakan Shukur and uh, two guy. Yeah, yeah, good team, good team. Yeah, um, that was the, that was the Rivaldo Rivaldo red card thingy, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, when the ball hit his leg mm. and he held his face. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Classic. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the World Cup. Now we're into transfer rumors again because obviously you know we've got. The holiday is a new year, and then the January transfer window. Well, not even transfer rumors. There's already Car- there's already Carling Cup or whatever Carabao Cup game started like uh, today. That's true, actually. Lopetegui won his first game for Wolves. I was I was just telling you off air, I think, before we started that like I, I came home from work and I saw the highlights on YouTube, like the icons of the highlights, and I was just staring at it. I was just like, I'm not down from the World Cup high just yet to watch, <laughs> you know. Gillingham versus Leicester, you know, or whatever it is. Like, I'm just, I'm, I couldn't get myself to like do that just yet. <laughs> I actually, I, I forgot this earlier when you were talking about it earlier, but I actually had a very similar moment today when I, I looked at Twitter and you know, sometimes you scroll down and there's a tweet and it's a video and it starts playing mm-hmm. and you can either hold there and what. So I, I held on and it was Jamie Vardy's goal for Leicester today. <laughs> and it was like, Jamie Vardy gets on the score sheet for Leicester, right? And you were so confused, of course. I watched. I was a bit confused. I was like, "Is this friendly?" But then I watched like the first six or seven seconds of it, and the ball went out wide, and it was clearly going to be crossed into Vardy. And I was just like, "Yeah, I get it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think I was doing the same thing. I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw like Trippier just absolutely just bombard whoever they were playing into the box with crosses. I'm like, oh, we're back. We are yep. officially back. Another clean sheet um, for Newcastle. Yeah, today my uncle uh, sent me a voice note from Egypt and the Egyptian league is 
on. Well, it was always on, I think. I don't think it ever stopped. But he mm. kind of just didn't care while the World Cup was on. And then <laughs> he sent me a voice note today just saying, and we're back. I just watched X versus Y. You know, just two horrendous teams slug it out. <laughs> He's just like, I can't live like this. Yeah. The World Cup just showed us so much what it could be all the time that I can't go back. That's um, so funny. Does yeah. he watch um, Premier League or anything else as well, or is it just like Egyptian League? And then... yeah, so we we obviously got him into Arsenal. He's a huge Arsenal fan now. Huge cool. Arsenal fan. Um, has a dislike for Saliba. <laughs> Let me put that out <laughs> there. He just feels like he's reckless. So every time Saliba does a mistake, which he, to be fair, there was a couple that you know they weren't high profile, but there was an own goal. There was that bad back yeah. pass. But like he just texts me like, "See, I told you." <laughs> He's going to be very wrong in the long term. On yeah, this oh, yeah. oh, yeah. For sure. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, the Premier a, League is a, back on the, what, 26th? I think, yeah, yeah 26th. It's yeah. back. Yeah, pretty pretty amazing. It's it's wild when you just said Trippier. I was like, he was just with England. Yeah, they all, came, they all seem to... It feels like a lot of the teams had agreements with their players that, like, if you don't make the semis or whatever it is, or you don't make the... England made what? Didn't make the semis, right? No. Oh, no, so I, I think it feels like that was the agreement. Semis is the cutoff point of where you get some time off or whatever it is because you get to play the third and fourth and that means it takes you to the last day of the World Cup. And usually you got to go back to your home nation and celebrate-ish even if you're third or fourth or whatever it is, right? Um, yeah. So I think anybody that didn't make the semis just kind of flew straight back. It's going to be really interesting to see because obviously we, there, there have been kind of, there's been speculation as to like how did the World Cup affect how teams played um, in the first half of the season, were they holding anything back? Were they worried about injuries? Blah, blah, blah. It'll be very interesting to see what effect it has second half of the season. Um, I think there's going to be a lot to read into. Like you, You'll be able to look at the World Cup and read into whatever it is that you kind of want to see. But it will be very interesting. Like, there's a lot of kind of psychological damage that needs to be gotten over, physical damage. Like, it's and highs, to... even. Even highs. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's not just lows, like someone was talking about, just like the highs itself. Like, you got to deal with those too, because it's not easy coming back. You know, fine, most 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 of the winners, let's say, are playing in top teams that are fighting for Champions League and whatever, but you've got like a, a McAllister who is going to come back to do what? You know, it, it, it can be easy, for sure. Um, but speaking of reading into things, I'm telling you, man, like, I cannot wait for PSG because those Mbappe to Messi passes were already so dry. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be famine. It's about to be a desert out here. Like it used to be, Messi, Neymar, a million passes to each other, like three from Mbappe. It's yep. about to, he's just about to shut it down. <laughs> yep, it's going to be horrible. The midfield are just going to be like, come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mbappe's going to make a single pass for the first couple of weeks. No. And Neymar's already in, in trouble for having a party with his sister, like the day after Brazil went out the <laughs> Like. She seems like okay, obviously he's a grown man that can make his own decisions. But like I also look at it from her perspective, like just help him help you. Like yeah. you know, you're now you're just doing it intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> Any kind yeah. of common sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Football between the twenty sixth and uh, between the twenty sixth and the sixth of between twenty sixth of December and the sixth of January, there's like a million champ uh Premier League games. Have there's you looked so at your FPL team yet? I think that's really when I know I'm we're, I'm back. You know, it will be that moment. I think I'm pushing it off a little bit. Like, you know, I got to move Jesus out because of his injury, etc. I, I already know what's what's waiting for me. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I think I think we get a. Is this the moment where we get a free card? I think we do free thingy because it's know. like I think I, I think we deserve. <laughs> I think I think I deserve. <laughs> I would like, and I think I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> so oh good alright yeah. we'll leave it there um, before we descend into further madness but uh, yeah that's been the World Cup from the Koshcast and uh, we will chat to you uh, don't know late December probably <laughs> yeah yeah. whenever whenever we're, we're down from this high we'll get back on exactly alright ciao bye <laughs>